0: Welcome to Feminine Fitness, a podcast for women that want to make simple shifts in their fitness and nutrition that make a big difference. I'm your host, Joelle, and I've been a health and fitness coach for over a decade. I teach women how to look and feel vibrant every day with workouts, food, and mindset changes that support feminine hormone cycles. Each episode, I will give simple tips that are easy to implement that align your goals with cycle syncing. If you feel like achieving your health and fitness goals is always a fight against your body, I want to help you stop the struggle and work with your body. I'm so glad you're here and welcome to today's episode. Hello my friend, welcome to today's podcast episode and with fall around the corner a lot of us getting back into routines and rhythms and back to school things, maybe your kids are starting school, maybe you're getting in a whole rhythm and routine with a new season, but I wanted to talk to you guys about morning routines and really how to maximize a morning routine that will set you up for a successful day. And I have a podcast episode on this topic before, but I did not cover anything in relation to cycle syncing in it because yes, I will be talking a little bit about what to keep in mind about your cycle when planning out and mapping out what type of morning routine is going to work best for you i also have another podcast episode titled how to wake up early it's one of my top downloaded episodes and i truly do stand by what i talk about in that episode so if you have a hard time waking up out of bed in the morning know that that um, how to wake up early episode is there for you because it it really 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 is Good and great and awesome. So let's talk about morning routines. You've probably heard other experts or see other ladies on social media sharing this like glitzy, glamour-like, meditative or um, maybe very like list task oriented morning routine. And maybe you've established some morning routine already, or maybe you're trying to figure out what is best for you. I think that's why you're here listening to this podcast episode today. And today isn't necessarily to give you a concrete to-do list of like your morning routine needs to include these things or else your routine isn't good. I'm here to talk to you about how to create a morning routine that will be realistic for you and have a desired outcome that is what you want to have set the tone for the rest of your day because that leads right into tip number one is knowing what your main objective or desired outcome is for your morning routine. And think of one thing, like, do you want it to be peace? Do you want it to be productivity? Do you want it to be feeling like you're getting ahead on the day? Do you want it to be a moment of stillness? Because with me working with many different women, women, some women that have older kids, some women that are at home with newborns, your morning routine is going to look drastically different. And the desired outcome or main objective that you want to achieve from your morning routine looks completely different. When I was working with my kids at home and I didn't have daycare help on a regular routine basis and I was doing all of these and my kids were really, really, really little, My morning routine was to bring me a little pocket of time where I could get ahead on things. So I would make a to-do list and I'd wake up knowing that I wanted to get a few things done before my kids woke up. And then sometimes I would have different seasons where peace and stillness and a moment of quiet was what I wanted and my desired outcome for my morning routine. Now, this is where it's important where you really identify what kind of morning routine, what kind of desired outcome you want to have for you and yourself and what kind of intention you want to start the day with because the action is going to look different based on what it is that you want, right? The second tip before we talk about the action and the activities and what to actually do during your morning routine the second thing to take into consideration and especially people who are not realistic and don't have kids and aren't moms that are working and and doing a lot of different things they don't ask you the question of how much time do you realistically need for that type of routine or outcome right like we really do, ha- like our feet hit the ground and we are going. And especially if you are not in a habit yet of waking up before your kids, it really is demand after demand and trying to do things. So you're prepared and you're ready and then they're ready and and, and all of the things. So realistically, how much time do you have in the morning? And it's a really good idea, especially with school and routines to, routine starting to happen is really realistically reverse engineer your morning. What time is your desired time where everybody needs to be out the door? Okay. And then maybe think about giving yourself a buffer of like 10 minutes of time to do shoes and backpack and making sure you have your little people have, have socks. And it's just that 10 minute buffer time where you're like, if you have to be out of the door at a certain time, then 10 minutes before that is like everybody getting on their socks and shoes and making their way to the car. And then what time is breakfast going to to happen and be on the table? And are your kids responsible for that? Are you responsible for that? What are some things that you can make it easier for yourself? What time do you need to be ready right start reverse engineering all the things that you need to do and then when you realistically look at it you can be like hmm well this is the time i know i need to be waking up to make sure all of these types of things happen Or start making yourself a list of things that you could do the night before that will be helpful to making things go smoothly the next day. And it might sound really crazy to have like a a moment where your brain is thinking, what can I prepare for tomorrow? What can I do to make things more seamlessly? It really doesn't take a whole lot of time when you just give it some thought and be like one to two things. They're one to do things will help you get ahead in a few areas, but it depends on how old your kids are. Are you bringing them to school? Are they getting picked up by the bus? How much help do you have in the morning? And, and all of that stuff, right? And ha- knowing like what can that realistic routine look like for you and your family? And especially with older kids, my clients who have older kids, just knowing and telling the kids at this time, I'm going to say, Time to get shoes and coats and backpacks. And when that like time happens, that's teaching them also how to structure and delegate and manage their own time as well, which leads into that third thing. Okay, now focusing on what is that outcome and activity that's going to give you the, the outcome and the objective that you establish in tip number one. Now, once again, this goes back to your season of life. If you've got to be out of the door at 7.30 and headed to work, you know, maybe your little bit of you time that's going to make you feel put together and you want to feel like you've got your ish together before your kids wake up. Maybe you getting up and showering, getting dressed and doing your hair and makeup is the best activity for you to do in this season. If you're a mom with a newborn, maybe after that first feed, you don't wake up before your newborn, after that first feeding, you grab your devotional, you get your cup of caffeine of choice, and you just sit in the snuggles and have your devotional time. You pray for you, yourself, your family, your baby, and that's your morning routine. So, to have a structured list where it's like Everybody needs to be journaling and write out five things that you're grateful for and all this. It doesn't, you don't have to make that mold fit into your morning routine and your realistic life. Start with small, simple steps. If you already are, In kind of an established morning routine, maybe add one more thing that can enhance your desired outcome or how you want to structure your day. Okay. Maybe that's making a list. Maybe you got like that example of you got ready, you showered, you did your hair makeup, you've got your outfit on, and now you're you're making a list of all the things that are on your mind. Some of us think that journaling has to be this like rigid outlined asking and answering questions to yourself i took this five-day journaling um master you could call it and the main thing i took away from it and the biggest life-changing pivotal moment that has been so helpful to me is doing some journaling where i it does not make sense to anybody but me the handwriting looks awful i I write down everything from like the kids are almost out of toothpaste to what maybe a social media post idea for my business or maybe I've I've I just celebrate something that's going on and it, it bounces around and like if somebody read it they'd be like a crazy person wrote this the handwriting is just crazy but what I do is I sit down and anything that and everything that is on my mind I write it down as fast as I can. I get it out of my brain and onto paper. It doesn't have to make sense. It doesn't have to be in complete sentences. It doesn't have to look paragraphy or be super cute or anything like that. But what has come out of those things is a lot of my own BS, a lot of my own excuses, a lot of really great ideas, a lot of time saving things, a lot of things that are problem solving. Like the problem solving alone that comes out of those like crazy journaling sessions are so helpful, right? But if you, so I guess my main thing I'm trying to say here is don't think that you have to do everything all at once. If you're not used to even waking up before your kids and you usually wake up at seven o'clock when your kids do, don't set an alarm for 5am and think you're going to feel really amazing. No, your circadian rhythm is going to feel a little wonky and yeah, it'll take time to adjust and you will adjust if you continue to be consistent with waking up at a consistent time every single day but you don't have to go from 7 a.m to 5 a.m you can go and do six forty-five and have your coffee made maybe you throw you get out of your pajamas you wash your face and that's your morning routine to begin with once you've established that then maybe go to 6 30 and at 6 30 maybe you do that same routine change cup of coffee and you do a devotion that takes you maybe 5 minutes to read and you do some journaling right and then maybe over time you go to 6:15 and you go to 6 and you know that's how you change not only your structure of your morning routine but your circadian rhythm because if you're used to waking up at a certain time every single day your circadian rhythm will fall into place and also be helpful to you when you are trying to wake up earlier and earlier and guess what morning routines don't have to be the same every single day so if you're in a crazy season of life where You don't know if your kids are going to be waking up in the middle of the night. You don't know how much night or how much sleep you're going to be getting the night before. Know that your morning routine does not have to be exactly the same. It doesn't have to be all in or out. It doesn't have to be this other list of to do's that you have to make it through. You don't have to wake up at the same time or do the exact thing. What I'm saying is sister, you make the rules. You make the rules and it starts with knowing what your main objective is and what your desired outcome will be. Be realistic about the time that you have. Like, look, be realistic with yourself. I know it's so sometimes I still see girls who are on social who have older kids or who don't have kids yet and they talk about what their mornings are like and I'm like, oh, I remember those days or I wish that that was the reality of what it is for me. And you know what? The only one that's sabotaging is myself. The only one that's sabotaging is myself. And so I had to just sit and be like, what is the best outcome for me? And I had to play around with it. I, I still play around with it and especially as moms, isn't it just in our nature to learn to adapt and, and to change and to um, have structure but then also be flexible in a way and adapt and so with that, I want to bring in how do, what do you want to know about morning routines when it comes to syncing with your cycle and you may start noticing that in some of your phases you might feel like your alarm goes off and not that you're you know snow white getting out of bed in the morning and singing a song and twirling with the birds and the animals at the butt crack of dawn. but maybe you just are like oh it's so much easier to kind of roll out of bed in some phases and then there's a phase my friend where you're like My eyes and brain are not ready for this. They are barely functioning and why that is. And then what you can do with that understanding to still have a really great morning routine and to honor your body and to honor your cycle and honor all the things that you are going through. But then also just bring an awareness and understanding to what's going on in your biology. Because if you fight it, you're going to start working against your body. You're going to feel like, achieving your goals is a fight and being like why what's wrong with me how come i can't just roll out of bed at 5 a.m every single day how come some days is harder some days is easier it's all in relation to our cycle and what it is our body is going through and yeah we don't see the physical changes but our body really does truly change based on where our hormone fluctuations are okay and so in follicular and ovulation and early luteal phase, it, it seems pretty easy to get into a rhythm and a routine of waking up earlier. Why? Because this is when we have this natural rise of estrogen and testosterone, lowering cortisol, and those are things that do support us getting a good night's sleep and then waking up and feeling refreshed. But the week before our period, let's talk about our week before our period, and this is the time where our body tends to feel a little off, and we question, is there something wrong with me? How come I'm not feeling the same as I did a couple weeks ago, or my energy isn't the same as a couple weeks ago? But the week before our period, it's common to not get as restful or deep sleep during this phase, our cortisol is higher in our late luteal phase, and our body is just Going through a lot more than what meets the eye, and it needs more rest. So, during my late luteal phase, or when I know my period is about to come, I know my nights of sleep are not as sound. I do have some nights where maybe I'm restless, or I wake up, or I just, you know, wake up feeling like, man, I'm still kind of tired. I go into my morning routine in a different way. A lot of times, what, and I'll talk about my own personal morning routine as it's currently right now, but a lot of times it's just a little bit more slow and still and intuitive and inward. It's not like get all these things done and do, 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 and go, go, go from the second my feet hit the floor. It's more like get centered. Just that like week before my period, for sure, the full like couple days before my period and in my menstrual phase I sleep in I try to get as much sleep as I can and I just start a little bit slower okay so now my personal morning routine what's it like your routine doesn't have to be my routine remember my main objective in this season of my life is to start my day with some time for myself to get centered okay and that action and that activity and that outcome looks a little bit different based on where I'm at my cycle how I slept but I do notice that when I wake up in the morning and I get my workout in it rolls into adding more energy throughout the rest of my day I have more patience with my kids now that's ideal and it doesn't happen every single day for me if that happens three days a week where I get my workout in before my kids wake up, that's a win in my book. Why? Because I'm not working out every single day. I'm strength training at least three, four days a week. I'm including neat movement, going on walks, getting outside, um, just activity around my house and playing with my kids and, and making sure that I'm moving in my breaks of work and all of that stuff. I'm including some bar pilates kickboxing once a week i'm doing something like that where i'm incorporating something that i like doing so i'm not working out every single day i'm not and that has actually given me better results than when i have been working out every single day sticking to a rigid schedule just right now in this season of my life and what's going on with my body um Dialing it down fitness wise, not necessarily the intensity because when I am lifting, I am lifting heavy. I'm making sure that those those sessions are have progressive overload in them that I'm focusing on building muscle I'm lifting heavy. They're effective. I'm in the work in those moments, but I'm not doing it seven days a week or even six days a week like when I was in my 20s. That's just not cohesive to my lifestyle right now. But I do feel really good when I've woken up and I read a little bit, maybe a little devotion, maybe a book, uh, maybe some positive quotes on Pinterest. There are some times where I will put in positive wealth affirmations or positive business affirmations and I'll just scroll Pinterest if I feel like I need something a little visual while I sit my pre-workout and then when my pre-workout hits, I work out and most of the time I can get that done before my kids wake up. Not always, most of the time. And that that routine for me makes me feel my best. But in all honesty, if I was getting up and going to work outside of the home, I know that me doing my hair and makeup before my kids woke up would make me feel really good. I think about my mom. Her morning routine is pretty solid and has been since... I can remember she would wake up in the morning. She would read a little bit. I actually even have memories of her sitting in front of her sunlight lamp in the morning. And then she would get herself ready, her hair, her makeup, get dressed for work. And then she got us kids ready for the day. And now I'm like, I see that. And I'm so appreciative of her, like setting that foundation of like, she filled her cup first before she really poured into the rest of us. Now, whether she did that intentionally or if it just worked out time management purposes, but it doesn't have to be the same for everyone. And also I know I do have memories of my mom like reading and journaling when I was young, but I know that for her, it was like her getting ready for the day always made her feel really good. And so that's what she did. That's what she prioritized, right? And so your morning does not have to be set in stone it can change and so during you know follicular ovulation and early luteal I like having that type of routine but the week before my period the couple days before my period I tend to let myself sleep and sleep in and wake up if I do wake up before my kids it's a little bit later it's not too far fetched from where I typically wake up like I I tend to like to stick around the same time but maybe I'll set my alarm to a half hour later instead of a half hour earlier and I'll journal I'll sit and I'll turn on my fireplace that's my favorite thing to do in the fall winter and springtime is I love having my fireplace on in the morning especially in that late luteal phase and that sets the tone for me feeling centered for my day right because in this season that's the main objective of my morning routine so that is what I wanted to talk to you guys about about getting on a good rhythm and morning routine as you start this as you've listened to this podcast i hope that you take you have the takeaways of you don't have to like dive in to the depths of the deep water right away step a foot in like the zero depth entry side of the pool if you haven't been waking up before your kids just do a little bit at a time, a little bit at a time. What's that main objective for you? What is that action activity or that thing that will make you feel the desired outcome, right? Is it feeling centered? Is it prayer? Is it getting ready for the day? None None of these things are right or wrong or better than the other. It's about what's doing what is going to support you and how you need to be supported in this season of your life. Because like I gave that example, those of you who are going to work and getting kids off to school and on a bus, your morning routine could be entirely different than a stay-at-home mom with a newborn, right? And I, I coach and I talk to and I mentor and I know a lot of you ladies are all in different seasons of life. And so to come on here, to listen to any expert that's like, A mom must do blah, 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 blah in her morning routine and has to be at this time that and then you hear that and you're like, that's not working for me. That actually makes me feel way more tired. I feel more frazzled. I feel like I have, you know, I'm already behind on the day by the time I wake up. I want you to really do something that works for you and make it personal because the best morning routine is the one that is personal and supportive of you and your family and all the things that you have on your plate. So thank you so much for listening to today's episodes yes morning routines and health and fitness and strength training and goals and routines and rhythms are all things that we will be talking about in the feminine fitness boot camp we're going to be talking about cycle singing we're going to be talking about all the things productivity relationships and so make sure that if you are interested in on joining the fall feminine fitness boot camp we start september 12th so after labor day if you're like i need to get my health and fitness ish together i am so sick of fighting my body every single time if you feel like weight loss is a struggle for you i want to teach you how to start working in sync with your body your rhythm your routine your lifestyle your fitness your nutrition it will all feel like harmony like flow and I truly am excited for this bootcamp because of the group coaching aspect. This is going to be really incredible and special. You do have to apply to be considered to snag a spot in the feminine fitness bootcamp. There's only 20 spots available. The first five will be getting a personalized gift from me with some free baseline plus from Protea. I'm pumped about this. So enrollment is open. You want to fill out the Google form for applying to be in the bootcamp. I'll review your application and then be in touch. So thank you so much for listening to today's episode and I'll talk to you next time. Seriously, my friend, I know that you are loving all of this, but here's the thing. You have to put it into practice to be living in flow in all areas of your life. And I know what it's like to be learning all of this, trying to piece it together while wondering, is this working? Am I doing it right? You guys, it's time for me to announce that the first ever feminine fitness boot camp is open for enrollment. And this is going to be an incredible experience for two cycles. Yep. We're going to be working together for 60 ish days, and this is a live group coaching experience yes you're gonna get my my trainings and my cheat sheets and my resources that make cycle syncing seamless and simple and very very easy to implement in your everyday life but the real magic is going to be happening in the group coaching power sessions. And what that means is and if you've never been in a group coach group coaching setting before, my friend, it is legit magical because not only will we be able to have breakthroughs for what you're struggling with one-on-one and you're going to get one-on-one time with me for support and accountability with what you want to work through. But you're also going to be hearing what all the other ladies are working through as well and how I coach with them through what it is that they're struggling with. Because in all honesty, a lot of times we as women feel like we're struggling alone, or this is just, it's just us that's experiencing this but when you are in a group coaching setting and you are working through what it is you want to work through and hearing from others, you get so many gold nuggets. And yes, I'm going to be teaching and training. You will also get the group coaching sessions and the one-on-one time, but paired with support and accountability from other women in the group. Like if you've had a hard time in the past Sticking to something or starting and stopping, know that this accountability and support that you'll be getting with this group coaching is going to be there for you. We're going to be here together to make sure that you see this through. And once you get in the groove with cycle syncing, you guys, you realize this is intuitive. You will know and understand yourself at a deeper level and how to support your body. The best biohacking is cycle syncing, and the Feminine Fitness Bootcamp. Is the best health and fitness support group for learning how to work with your body instead of always fighting against it and we're starting in September September 12th we kick this off enrollment is now open until August all through August enrollment is open and if you are interested in applying to be in the feminine fitness boot camp go to the application link that is linked in the podcast description of this episode once you have filled out that application I will review every single person who applies because I am only accepting 20 ladies into this group once we have hit 20 i am closing the door so the sooner you get in on this group the sooner that you enroll your spot will be saved and the first five ladies who save their spots who snag their spots will get free protea baseline plus from me as a early enrollment gift I am so excited for this. I cannot wait to kick this off in September and October. Cycle one is really how we get to know you, your cycle, and how to sync with your cycle and what is supportive for your cycle. And then the second phase of this is really learning how to optimize. Optimize your energy, your productivity, your relationships, and then continue on that foundation after the bootcamp has completed, okay? So this is incredible. I am so excited for this. This is going to be the last one in 2021. I will not be doing the feminine fitness bootcamp again until January of 2022. So it is time to enroll. Like summer's over, fall is here, let's get our ish together before the holiday season, right? You will learn this foundational piece, you will bring that balance and harmony and work with your body to get to your goals, have energy and support instead of constantly fighting your body all the time, wondering why you're feeling certain way, how come you have energy some days and others you don't? What is the best, most optimal workout plan for you and your body? What's your body gonna respond to? What doesn't your body respond to? That's what we're talking about in the feminine fitness bootcamp. So make sure you apply to enroll. Once I've reviewed the application, we will talk about what the process looks like from there. And my friend, I'm pumped about this. I cannot wait. So make sure that you click the link to get your application in.